0: Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's The Best Damn I Met Your Mother podcast on the Still internet. Still no
1: proof of that.
0: Hey, man, all the proof is in my heart. I mean, and listen, in the pudding.
1: But is it in the cockles or the subcockles of your heart?
0: It could be in both, both the cockles and the subcockles. You never know. Because <laughs> I got
1: shit in my cockles and my subcockles but it just tells me that I'm an asshole. That's fair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, I am one of your hosts, Josh, and this uh, asshole over here uh, (laughs) is uh, my other co-host, my best friend here, John. How you doing, man? You are a scruffy nerf herder, and
1: none of you out there can say that, only I can say that.
0: That's fair. That is is also true.
1: I realized something the other day. As a kid, when you watch Star Wars, you don't realize how much of a dick... Han Solo actually is. It's true. But you if really you look think back it. and you watch, like, the original trilogy, there's a scene when he goes out to save Luke, and, like, Luke's in, like, the frozen tundra. Yeah. He gets on a tauntaun, and one of the guys runs up to him. He's like, don't go out there, Han. You could die. And he pretty much looks at the guy and goes, fuck off. Yeah, pretty much. And then he, like, <laughs> rides off into there. That poor dude probably went back over to his, like, sergeant, and the sergeant was probably like, what happened? And he's like, all I tried to do was tell him that it's cold out there, and his Don's, going to die, and he was like, fuck you! <laughs> like, <coughs> like true. Han Solo yeah. was given rank of captain because he showed up with his own fucking ship.
0: Yeah, I mean, if that's it's all you like need...
1: He, it's not like he earned the title captain.
0: Well, he's a captain of his own ship.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> Leia breaks... I mean, she gives her heart to Han. She goes, I love you. And he goes, I know.
0: It's true. Like, he's, he's, a dick. An, ass, he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, but a lovable asshole. You know, like you. <laughs> Alright, so folks, today we're talking Season 3, Episode 18, Rebound, Rebound Bro. Uh, this episode, John aired... On your tw- uh, 24th birthday. I know. I May was thinking about that. Because when we did the last
1: episode, you said it aired on my dad's birthday. Yeah. Because we we got that week difference. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I wonder if that episode, mm. that means the next episode aired on my birthday. It
0: did, sir. It did. Uh, directed by Pamela Fryman. P. Sure, Fry! And written by Jamie Ronheimer, who, who, who previously is. did Ald- Aldrin Justice, Lucky Penny, and The Yips. And would we'll go on to write episodes like Old King Clancy, uh, Robots vs. Wrestlers, and Slaps Giving 2, Revenge of slap. slap. Yeah. Uh, some real good episodes
1: there. That's probably one of my favorite Slap episodes.
0: Yeah. Well, because I mean, I
1: mean you know, you get Mickey in that one, and you get the whole fight over who gets the Slap. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, you get my second favorite of all the Alderan games. You get That's Diseases. True diseases <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting a, I'm losing a I'm fighting a losing <laughs> battle with hemorrhoids here oh that's one of the diseases no
0: no <laughs> uh, he also uh wrote on shows like yes dear and will and Grace and would go on to write on uh call me cat which just ended and the ranch which both of us watched oh, I like Enjoy. the ranch yeah so uh, a, lot, a lot of good a lot of good stuff there So the summary for this episode, Barney struggles to fill the void after his falling out with Ted. Stella and Ted fight when Ted reveals some personal information about her to the gang.
1: Not the whole gang, though. No,
0: not the whole gang. You are you are right. Uh, Let's see. Future Ted picks things up uh, after the previous episode telling his kids that the spring of 2008 was a complicated time that he and Barney had stopped being friends. We head over to the bar. Ted is annoyed when Barney calls him. Uh he answers and Barney acts like he's the one dumping Ted, which yeah. I thought that, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh Neil's always good at stuff like that, you know, just kind of playing into that into that Barney role. Uh the rest of the gang is sad about the split. Marshall uh Marshall apparently misses getting high fives. I mean, I get that. I mean, you would miss getting high five or hugs. I think so. I think so. He's like, uh, my fist bump callus is going away. <laughs> I that was funny. I, I wonder if you actually get a callus from that. I mean, if you if it, there's enough of it, you know, it's often enough, sure, why not? Uh, Robin wants to know why he's not mad at her in, in, instead. We talked a little bit about this in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, but it get, gets dove into a lot more here. You know, Ted says he's not mad at anyone. You know, he's forgiven Robin, but he's just outgrown Barney as a friend. But Lily knows the truth. He's not mad because he's so happy with Stella. You know, and then we get this montage uh, of the last two months of them dating. And uh, like I said before, this is actually the first time that we have seen Stella since her introduction uh, in episode 13. So there were four episodes where she was not seen at all. And she was only mentioned in one of those episodes. So, because
1: I, I'm trying to think <laughs> over this in my head. Does that mean they do the movie date and the two-minute date all in the same episode?
0: The The movie date, yes. Technically, the movie date is mentioned at the end of the one before um, Ten Sessions. And then it happens at the beginning of that episode, and then the two-minute date happens at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Ted just smuck <laughs> Yeah, because they go through – it's essentially three – because that that episode was like the first episode back from the writer strike. Oh. You know, we're, you know, we're in the middle of a writer strike right now. I know,
1: man. It's you history know? repeating itself.
0: And, uh, yeah, 10 sets. So that's why 10 sessions, they just, in one episode, they go over almost three months of time. Oh, uh, just
1: to catch it all up to.
0: Because that's how long of a time span that writer strike was fair. You know what I mean? So they were able to just kind of explain what, instead of having to backtrack, you know, they were able to stay up to date and just use it that way. So, yeah. It's was pretty clever, I think. Uh, so we learned that uh, she and Ted have not had sex yet. Hasn't happened. That's they crazy. They have not gone to Pound Town yet, John. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't visited the Bone Junction. I mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there are so many different ways
1: we could word it. Mm-hmm. She hasn't shown them uh, <clears throat> the old face.
0: Yep, they yep, have no old face, nothing. She hasn't let him visit, uh, you know, the uh, under the under the bridge troll. Nothing. <laughs> uh, but Ted, so Ted has not had sex in five months since um, they say Thanksgiving, which was the Slaps Giving episode where but him and Robin. He... Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, forget about that, that. That was the last time he had uh, had had sex.
1: I just love that he says five,
0: and she's like, same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and he's all pent up, man. <clears throat> and then we head over to Barney's office where we meet Randy played by the amazing Will Forte. Love this
1: now guy. this is our first introduction to Randy too. Yep. Uh and he
0: br- Randy brings Barney his new Sky Mall catalog. Yep. Which I thought was great.
1: <laughs> so, it's weird because now now that you've broken like as you shattered the window I can't see Will Forte anymore and not hear Abe Lincoln. <laughs> it's because he doesn't really change his voice. for him. He just kind of like, yeah. and I'm like, I can't, yeah. I can't. I see him and he's talking and I'm like, Hey, Abe.
0: Yep. Yep. It's funny because, uh, he did that same voice in the Lego movie. Yeah. As well. He did Abe Lincoln. Yeah. In, in the, not just, you know, and for everybody out there, if you haven't watched it, go watch clone high. It's fantastic. Returning soon. <laughs> yeah, and the new one is coming out it's uh, like 10 days, I think, from, from the on point on, that, that we're recording.
1: On your snaps. On the,
0: on the 23rd on HBO Max. Go watch that. We are not sponsored by HBO Max. Oh, if HBO Max wants to give us some cash, <laughs> down, we'll or do
1: free, it. Or a free subscription.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Either way, I'm in.
1: Try to save you some cash here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so this is, yeah, like you said, this is the first appearance of Randy. And apparently, I didn't realize this. Randy's only in two episodes of this show, that's it. That's it. Yeah, he's in wow. this one, and then the I th- I'm not even sure what season it's in. It's the one where uh, he, he gets, gets fired. fired. Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs>
0: the Warmpus. The Warmpus episode. Yeah, those are the only two episodes that he's in. Which I was Shit. like, I, I thought he was in more. I thought he was in more, but apparently. I mean,
1: not. I thought he was at least in like three. Yeah. Because nope. I knew he was at least in the two.
0: Because it's funny because he's like a standout side character. He really is, you know, and so like it's it's crazy that to think that he's only in two, but he's one of the ones that when you think when I think of at least of side characters from the show, he's one of those ones that instantly pop in there for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Randy, he obviously reads Barty's blog. He worships this guy. Listen, his,
1: his <laughs> botch of legendary, though, makes me laugh. Oh, my God, it's the best because he's like, it's going to be legendary wait for it, dairy. Yeah, that's I'm just like it's so bad. Do you
0: do you not hear it? Like <laughs> No, he does not. Uh but he wants to be Barney's next wingman, you know? But Barney's like, "No." He's like, "You're more of uh the assistant undersecretary to of only okay."
1: <laughs>
0: and you know what? Randy's cool with that. He's I was going to say
1: he's <laughs> just so happy that Barney recognizes him. Yeah. That it's kind of like I don't want to use the word adorable because it's like, you know, but it's it's really
0: sweet. Yeah. Uh, but Barney has other plans. He starts making some phone calls. So, uh, I wrote down, you know, all the guys who he calls. He starts <laughs> off, he calls uh, Pete, who ha- who's just had a baby, so he's out. Yeah, bar- but
1: not without Barney bad. trying to get him to the fucking bar. So, you're thinking like 9? Yeah. Like
0: 9.30? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Then we have Stapleton, who's already bros with Doug Stein. Yeah, which, honestly, Doug Doug Stein was a lucky guy. Doug Stein, he's a a great bro, man. I hope you're happy. (laughs) He gets real emotional. It's just funny. And then my favorite of the three, Crazy Willie.
1: I mean, Crazy Willie is at least somewhat crazy.
0: And he has an interesting idea for a wild night out, John. (laughs) He, he's, <laughs> this is what he says This is his quote I wrote the whole thing down He says Here's what's on the rocket docket The wife and I will put cheese out at 7 Cranium at 8 9pm We watch 27 dresses Everybody's home by 11 Booyah
1: <laughs> In the 80s I was always in bed by 8 And home by 11 Oh! <laughs> uh,
0: and because of this Barney hangs up on him But I loved what yeah, happens after
1: I was going to say I love that he calls him back And he's like because the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Crazy Willie. Crazy Willie. He's like, hello? And he's like, one hang up wasn't good enough. Yep. Quick. <laughs> and he did it again.
0: Oh, man. Uh, it's funny because this isn't the first of of uh, Barney's other friends that we have met. No. We met his previous wingman, um, Insane Dwayne. Yeah, I remember that. Because mm-hmm.
1: they were out at like a store or something and he runs into
0: him. Yeah, it was, yeah, where were they? I don't even remember where they were, but yeah. Uh, but he had just, he had settled down with a, because he'd gotten somebody pregnant. Yeah. Similar to what we find out happens way at the end for Barney. Um, but, and he settled down and completely different guy now. Yeah. All right. So we head over to Stella's office. She's telling Ted about her day. She uh, apparently had a Lance, this gross thing off some dude's back and pus exploded everywhere. But Ted's not thinking about any of that. All he can think about is
1: sex. Dude, so there's a great line that happens here when they're talking. I'm pretty sure it's this part. is where, like, she's like, Ted, you're staring at my breasts. And he's like, in all fairness, they were staring at me first. And I'm like, first off, that is one of the greatest comebacks to ever getting caught staring at somebody. Like, don't even play it off like you weren't. Blame the breasts.
0: Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
1: but I also have to say, I always forget how stunning Sarah Chalk is until I see her on TV, and then I'm like, you know what? Zach Braff and um... Elliot. No, 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 no. Uh, Josh Radner. Two oh, oh, fucking, oh. fucking guys. Yes, yes. Because both of them have gotten to be around her, and like, I'm just like, I wouldn't mind just a fucking hug from Sarah Chalk. Let alone getting to be around her when she's like in character being who she is and like flirty and fun
0: and like yeah it's goddamn, damn yeah she's a <coughs> she's definitely one uh i like this scene because it had this fun interaction between them with the door where he yes. goes over and like the door he tries to lock the door and she's like there's no lock on that door yeah, and he's like we could have sex against the door yeah we could have a three-way you me and the door and then she's like her line after that it's like but then it'll be weird tomorrow between me and the door. Yeah. <laughs> and that just cracked me up. Just the way so, she was able to. like, he's so like manic about this and like wants it to happen. But she's able to just kind of like deflect it all with humor and not get mad about it or anything well, in that moment. That's
1: in like. a parallelness to another one of her characters being that of Elliot Reed, it kind of reminds me of when her and JD are doing the... Uh, just the friends with benefits, they hook up whenever, like, she's sad. Yeah. And, like, JD's, like, he's really proud of it. And he does, like, the every time he, like, does the pose and it does the... Like, and it just kind of reminds me of that because it's, like, she is just such... She's the girl next door. She's she's yeah. so pretty. But I guarantee you, you tell Sarah Chalk she's pretty. She probably doesn't think she is, you know. But she plays, like, the the quiet, good girl. I'm always just, like, you know, like... Uh, steal my heart.
0: it's true uh so then stella reveals that she's nervous because she hasn't had sex in five years five years man <laughs> i love
1: that when ted tells this to the gang marshall starts researching things yep my favorite one out of the list i wrote down my, the list buddy. go ahead because i'll get when you get to it i'll, I'll talk about it
0: yeah, so so Marshall goes to a list of things that happened that same year, which would have been 2003, 20 years for you know ago from, from now. I
1: graduated.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh so his first one was uh See, the movie Seabiscuit came out. Uh The World was just learning about SARS. SARS. The Da Vinci Code book came out. That's the one that made me laugh because he's like the Da Vinci Code it just came out.
1: And Rob goes, well, that doesn't seem like that long ago. He goes, on or in book form.
0: Yeah, he's like, not the movie, the book.
1: Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you know what, though? I'm like, that's hilarious, because, like, it's it was a good book, and then, yeah, yeah they made it the movie, yeah. and people forget that it was a book first. It's but true. I'm like, at the same time, like, it's just so fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then also, he says, uh, Nell Carter died. Yeah, um, and this upsets him. It does. I wasn't sure who Nell Carter was, so I looked it up. Uh, she did a, a voice uh, in the movie Baby's Kids. I don't know if you remember that movie. No, nope. Baby's Kids. But she also had a main role in the show Hanging with Mister Cooper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I watched Hanging that. with Mister Cooper. Yeah, see, I watched that show all the time. Those were the things that I knew her from. Um, she did a lot of other stuff. She was a a singer, an actress, Broadway star. She did a she lot was. of stuff.
1: Yeah, Mel Carter was huge on Broadway. <clears throat>
0: uh, and so I decided to do my own research. And, and found some other things that happened in 2003, John. Okay. So here we well, go.
1: Well, besides me graduating <laughs> from high school?
0: Yes, besides you graduating from high school. Uh, the Space Shuttle Columbia disaster happened that year.
1: Oh, fuck. I remember that.
0: Uh, Americans renamed French fries to Freedom Fries to protest France's stand on Iraq. Oh, my God. Harley Davidson celebrated their 100th anniversary. Okay. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected governor of California. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Saddam Hussein was captured by U.S. <laughs> forces.
1: I remember that.
0: <laughs> Apple launched iTunes in 2003.
1: Oh, funny story Ro- about Apple. We'll come back to that, though.
0: Roy of Siegfried and Roy was attacked by one of his, uh, his tiger. white tigers. Yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. And then I wrote down uh, some mov- a few movies that were released that year. Lord of the Rings Return of the King. <laughs> Finding Nemo, oh, Bruce shit. Almighty, uh, Matrix Two and Three came out. Both came out that okay. year, and X Two, X Men United. Wow, <clears throat> yeah. that is
1: wow! Look at you doing some research about two thousand three. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know, just just because I had been doing my research recently, did you know that Apple is trying to release a car to keep up with Tesla? Really? Yeah. They're having issues because they, apparently they can't install Windows.
0: <laughs> All right, folks, I think we're gonna end the podcast early today. <laughs> Come on, that was good. Come back next week. Uh, uh maybe we'll finish this one. Maybe we won't. Come back
1: next away. week when Josh has recast my role.
0: <laughs> oh damn. Uh, <laughs> you guys no, that can was use, good though. Yeah, you guys can use that joke anytime you want. <laughs> I, I give you even though it wasn't my joke, I give you permission. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, getting back to the episode, Stella decides that she uh, she's ready to have sex with Ted, and they make plans to uh, go to a hotel room uh, this weekend. Yeah, Ted have her is sister babysit. Yeah, you know, Ted is worried uh, that the expectations will be too high, that he's not going to be able to live up to. You know, how she's thinking about it in her mind. And so Marshall tells him he needs to manage those expectations so that she's not disappointed. To which he also reveals that he apparently hates Jerry Maguire, the movie.
1: Which I don't understand because Jerry Maguire is a classic.
0: Well, he says it's because uh, Ted hyped it up so much. as like, this is the greatest movie of all time. And it it let him down. It was those expectations. But, like, I can understand being let down. But to hate it? I mean... I had somebody hype up a set of movies to me
1: once and when I watched it I was highly disappointed. So I get it.
0: Was it me? What did I do? It was. Which and movies was it? <laughs>
1: I'm not going to I'm not going to out the movies rightfully so, but I will say it was the worst 12 and a half hours of my life.
0: <laughs> I mean, and
1: I held a grudge against those but, movies
0: Hold on, Did, hold on. I don't think I forced you to watch them back-to-back. I
1: didn't say you forced me to watch them back-to-back. I said you hyped those movies up. It's true. But I will go back to say that when I went back and watched those movies years later, I watched one a day, not the extended editions. I watched the normal theatrical release, and I enjoyed the movies much more. Good.
0: <laughs> but
1: I still think they're overhyped movies about a hike that could have been taking a whole different you know what you want to hear me go on this rant? Sign up for Patreon. There it is. I will I, I will rant about it for hours.
0: Yep. I'm sure some of you already can figure out what movies he's talking about. If not, you know, that the only way you're gonna find out is if you sign up for Patreon. Boom.
1: I you mean go. you sign up for Patreon, I will give you my axe and my bow. <laughs>
0: there it is folks <laughs> uh barney then calls marshall uh who and marshall's like, he, like the phone uh, uh, rings and he picks it up he's like no I, i'm i'm married i can't yeah. be your wingman but then my favorite is when he calls robin yeah calls robin she, she picks up no click
1: <laughs> doesn't
0: even let him talk
1: i mean sometimes you gotta shut it down before he has a chance to start rolling
0: it's true uh, yeah. Then we go back to uh, Barney's office. Uh, he officially is making Randy his new wingman.
1: I love this scene though, because I love that like they're carrying something super heavy.
0: I think it's, it's like a I think it's like a mirror or something, because you hear like glass break oh, yeah. in the background. Yeah. But I love
1: that he's like, hey Randy, come in here. He just like drops it, yep. runs in there, and the other guy's like still holding his hat, but I'm just like, damn. <laughs>
0: uh, And then, so when he when Barney tells him this, he goes back out into the hallway and does like a a crazy dance of excitement. And it reminded me of Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, because she did that a few times with Holt. She'd go out on the balcony and do that. So I thought that was that's just what that made me think. Only
1: difference is is Randy doesn't realize he can be seen.
0: I mean, that's true. Does it because he does it
1: again later on in the episode,
0: yeah. And if he does realize he doesn't care,
1: I don't know. I mean, (laughs) they say Dan's like nobody's watching, it's
0: true. Uh, so then we head over to Stella's office where Ted has uh, brought her lunch potato skins, (laughs) which he he hasn't had
1: in an extremely long time,
0: yeah. And he does this whole (laughs) thing that to try to lower her expectations. Like, I see, I remember these being pretty much the greatest thing I've ever eaten, first off. Potato potato
1: skins are the greatest thing on God's Green Earth.
0: And I don't know need if I to say be done the right. greatest. Listen,
1: but... listen, motherfucker. I will go to You want to say this is the greatest time I met your mother podcast ever? I'll let you have it if you agree that potato skins are the best <laughs> snack food ever.
0: I will I will agree that you think that.
1: I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and so, yeah, he uses this as this whole like trying to lower the expectations. He's like, "I remember them being the greatest thing, but now they're just kind of eh."
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far to say this, and this is gonna I'm gonna come off kind of dickish on this one, and I'm gonna prelude with that now. Okay, if Ted's sex game and his pre-game um foreplay routine was as good as it should be he would have nothing to worry about in this instance. It I tells agree. me that Ted's sex game needs work. Yeah. Because never once have I had one of my dry spells and then been like, oh God, I'm about to have sex. I need to lower the girl's expectations.
0: <laughs> That's fair.
1: As a matter of fact, I play it the other way where I'm going to be like, listen, you're going to be calling all your ex-boyfriends being like, oh, you were nothing like this guy.
0: Yeah, you're nothing like this guy. You are so much better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, i to
1: recording this podcast.
0: I want to go back to the potato skins for a minute, John. No. No, oh, yes. What are your favorite toppings to put on? Oh, on man, a if we're going to do it
1: right, you got to have the base <laughs> potato skin with, like, still a little bit of the potato left in there so that it's got some meat to it. Yeah, but not too much so to that it makes it like a baked potato still. Yeah, so like like a thin layer of the potato. So then you gotta you gotta have the sour cream. You've got to have some cheese. You got to have some bacon. Maybe a little bit of like either onion scallions or like chive on top of it. Oh, fucking amazing!
0: Hmm, sounds good to me. Did you say sour cream? I did. Okay,
1: sour cream was like the first thing I okay. said. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, sour cream is a go to for any potato skin. Yes. Um, somebody one time tried to tell me ranch dressing, and I was like, I I like to load mine up and act like it's a little boat carrying God's green creatures mm-hmm. to like my mouth. Um like it's Noah's Ark, and I'm like, ah
0: it's Noah's Ark and you are the rain.
1: Yes. Let the rain fall down, like Hillary Duff once said. Hey, slightly move to your left for a second. Hillary Duff.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hillary's always in the room with us.
1: Sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd let her in the room with me anytime. <laughs> that
0: that's fair. They make this uh, they make a joke to her in this scene that I that I laughed at. Virginity 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Now, <clears throat> where is the other one that we always
1: make reference from? Is that Scrubs? Electric two
0: or uh, it's
1: something too. Electric boogaloo.
0: Yeah, I mean, or is this I've,
1: where that reference comes from?
0: I, I mean, I, I, I hear it a lot just in general. Um, I'm not sure. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if it's also in scrub somewhere. Because I feel like, because <clears throat>
1: me and you had a joke about that for a long time, where it was like something too. Electric boogaloo.
0: I don't know where we originally got it from. Or huh. Where we originally, because like for a long time, I didn't know what the reference was. What is yeah. the reference? It's it's a movie called Breakin' Two Electric Boogaloo. It's the oh. sequel to the movie Breaking, which is a breakdancing movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean that's fair. <laughs> I honestly didn't know myself, so yeah. now I know, and maybe some of the viewers who are listening now know. Yeah, uh,
0: I've never seen it, obviously, but that's where that comes from. Uh, and so, I, I, yeah, I don't know if where I don't know if I learned it from here or from somewhere else, but yeah, Virginity Two Electric Boogaloo. Makes me laugh. Uh, Stella makes a comment, also makes a comment about a guy in med school who had three testicles. He's one Which, ball short of a walk. One ball
1: short of a walk? And I was like, that is a clever way of saying that.
0: Yeah. Which I I thought it was actually really funny because like, in this, her doctor character knew a guy with three balls. But in Scrubs, her doctor character knows a guy with one. Oh body. my
1: god. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean... In in both instances, she knows a guy with a you know a non-testicular problems. Yeah, non-normal number of, of testicles.
1: I mean, in all fairness, if <laughs> if uh, if uh, Turk had been kicked in the balls by Izzy <laughs> when in a lost one,
0: testicular torsion. Oh, <laughs>
1: turned into a main disco ball.
0: <laughs> the hand warmer got mark on his face. <laughs> Fucking. Todd with all the burns. (laughs) Oh, man, I love that show. Uh, Anyways, uh, this is not the Scrubs podcast. No, no. Dude, we should do a Scrubs podcast. This is not Last Call at Sacred Heart. Last
1: Call at Sacred Heart. Uh,
0: Which doesn't make any sense because that's not a bar. But uh, (laughs) I know there's a bar in there. I just don't remember the name of the bar. Uh, I don't remember the name of the bar in there either. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, but uh, but speaking of bar, we headed back over to the bar. (laughs) And uh, Barney is trying to teach Randy his ways. Oh, yeah. It's tough, though. Uh, Randy's really awkward. This is where we get the legendary line, uh, which you loved. (laughs) I mean,
1: it's, like I said, it's a great butchering of the line. Yeah. Uh,
0: Randy is afraid to approach a woman. Uh, He starts, like, talking to himself. Like, it's kind of creepy there for a minute. I mean, it does, but it's, my
1: favorite creepy line happens on the second round of, like, moment. Is
0: it is it, is it the cool with the koalas? Tell it me is. it's the koalas. Okay, I'm it to get is to that.
1: totally with the koalas because yeah. he has such an open door. Where like <coughs> there are some of Barney's plays that were like they're very narrow, and you have to stick to a very specific thing because yeah. a lot of people don't either. Either like when you're like, oh, I play for the Yankees, you have to play a very specific role there. You have to know very wide or uh, very narrow um, information. Thank you. I was I'm draw. I was drawing a blank. But, but yeah, when it
0: comes he, he to could be, have said literally, oh, literally, literally anything. Anything. He could have been like, "I love how cute they are," or you know, right? a- anything, man. <laughs> but they're tastes great. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that though. Because uh, yeah, I, I I wrote that in there. <laughs> So Barney tries to (coughs) have you met thing with Randy, but the camera pans over. and He's hiding under the the table. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Uh, We then flash over to the apartment. Stella comes over uh, so that she and Ted can head over to the hotel. Then Marshall and Lily come home and they spill the beans that they know about the five year drought.
1: And they try to play it off like they don't, like, after they catch on that Stella doesn't know that they know. Yeah.
0: They're like, I mean, you
1: know, other things, ice cream, a night away. And it's like, they fucked it up. They did. But I have to say, this is another instance of Ted being a straight-up dick, because he does not help his own situation
0: here. No, he does not, like,
1: man. <laughs> he could have easily just been like, listen... They're my friends. I tell them everything. It came up so I could try to help ease the situation.
0: And instead he's like, and and then just thrown, you know, he could have just also apologized. right? Now,
1: and that's it. I was like, going to say, really he
0: ap- apologized.
1: He, yeah. He could have worked in an apology and instead turns it around. He's like, listen, you were looking for any reason to not fuck me this weekend. And here it is. You're turning an ant hill into a, mo- uh, a mountain. And I'm yeah. like, you dick.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, and the, the shitty thing is, is it works. In the end, I mean, it, it does. does work. You know, it's like it just it it, it just makes it seem like he, you know, yeah, he was all on the right. No, he shouldn't have said anything. He should he he was in the wrong for telling them. Oh, absolutely, was in the you wrong. You know, and he never really apologizes for that or takes takes any responsibility for that.
1: No, and and see, that's one of those things that like <laughs> there are sometimes where like Ted will do something, and I'll be like, okay it's justified later on. Like, yeah. it takes a little bit, and maybe he should have said I'm sorry, but, you know, like, there are times where, like, me and you do something stupid, like, you know, one of us hits the other one in the balls with a flaming kendo stick <clears> and doesn't apologize. But you don't have to apologize, because I knew it was an accident. You know, it was, it was was it was an honest accident. But sometimes an, an apology wouldn't hurt, even if it's been, like,
0: almost 10 years (laughs) fine i'm sorry i'm on camera saying i'm sorry (laughs) but this is one of
1: those moments where ted literally turned around and just been like i'm sorry for saying this this wasn't right i shouldn't have accused you of only wanting to you know get out of the weekend and having sex blah 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 and i mean even if it was just a a half-ass apology that he like
0: Made sounds He should have apologized for telling his friends in the first place, which he never really does.
1: No, he doesn't. You know, and I mean, I understand, like, me and you share way more than we probably should with the two of each other. But,
0: I mean, it's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Uh <laughs> So, also, during all the Ted and Stella stuff, we get a quick flash to the bar where it's revealed that Randy <laughs> hasn't had sex in 13 years. 13! Teen years. Thirteen. It's like, he peaked when he was young, apparently.
1: Yeah, that's what he says. I love that line. I peaked when I was young.
0: Yeah. Uh, So then after all the the Ted and Stella stuff, we head back over to the bar. uh, And Barney is going over the three beginner techniques for picking up a woman at a bar.
1: Isolate her. Yep. Uh, Down talk her. Yep. And insult her?
0: No, No. because... The, down talk in the, in the or, Yeah, yeah. And then what's the third one? So it's, it's isolate her from her friends, repeat her name in conversation. That's what it was. Damn and, it. And subtly put her down. Yeah, which he skips subtly. Here's the problem is he tries this and he almost succeeds until he straight out calls this chick a fat, ugly whore. A fat, and ugly whore. And I'm like, whore. that is not subtle at no, all.
1: But I love it. Because he's, like, her name was, uh, it was, it was Cynthia, right?
0: Uh, I honestly don't even remember I don't remember was. what it was, but he's, yeah. like,
1: that's a pretty name. He says it again, and then he says it, like, a third time. He's, like, come over here, and she's, like, uh. Which,
0: that was creepy, first off. He's just, like, come over here. I want to talk, I wanna oh, talk yeah. to you over here. I
1: love the way he says it, though, because he's, like, uh, come over here. And, like, she's, like, um.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And easy. then he's,
1: like. You are a fat, ugly ho. <laughs> and like, I'm like, oh, my God.
0: It's like, what did you just do, man? What did you just do?
1: It kind of reminds <clears throat> me, and I know this is a it's a small leap to get there. Barney has one play that it kind of reminds me of, and it's the he's not coming. Oh, yeah. Because it's a real dick <clears throat> It is, yeah. Like, you know, you it's go up to the, the spot on the Empire, or it's not, it's not the Empire State. Yeah.
0: Empire. Is it yeah. the
1: Empire State? Oh, yeah, it's because it's, right. it's the observatory deck. Is it, or from, is it like, When Harry Met or Sally?
0: Stat- or is it the Statue of Liberty? It's one of them. No,
1: it's not the statue. Okay. It's the one from When Harry Met Sally. Because, okay. you know, it's iconic. <coughs> and then, uh, yeah, you go around telling the girls, he's not coming. She's he's not, not coming? coming. Yeah.
0: But I will soon. <laughs> uh, and so this gets uh, a drink thrown in Randy's face.
1: Oh, yeah. But I love Barney's response to that, too, because you, you get used to that at points, and you can see it coming,
0: and hey, free drink. Free drink. So Barney has a new plan, John. Oh, he does. He tells these, these new girls who are at the bar that Randy is the leading expert on <laughs> koala bears in Australia, and he's in town working with the Bronx Zoo. The, and I love that, because <laughs> like that's, again, it's vague enough that like open window, you can talk about anything about koalas. yeah. And, and one of them asks uh, him, what's your favorite, what's your favorite thing, thing about, about koalas? koalas? And what their does he say? Their meat is delicious. And
1: the way he says it. He's it's like, it's he's such like, a creepy their
0: voice. Meat their, their meat is delicious. It's like, you could have said it, even if you were going to say that line. You could just been like, well, I mean, I know a lot of people don't know this, but their meat's pretty delicious. Right? I- <laughs> and like, that's really weird. But it's not nearly as creepy as the way he No, said
1: it. and that's it, man. It's it's <coughs> the it's Dahmer Doppler. Yeah. Like it's the delivery, it's the way it's like portrayed.
0: But the, I mean he
1: could have went with anything and been like, you know, I love that they're cute little teddy bears. Uh, you know, the the watch them eat is amazingly uh adorable. Yeah <coughs> no, no, no,
0: their meat is delicious. Their meat is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> fucking over here. Uh, and so after that failure, he gets Robin to help out a bit, letting Randy practice talking to her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is where we get another great Randy line, and I yes. it's fucking killer.
0: Yeah, he gets a nosebleed.
1: Yeah, and I love how Robin's just like, oh my god, your <clears throat> nose is gushing, are you okay? Yeah, my nose always bleeds when I get an erection. <laughs> and he walks away, like, slightly hunched over.
0: Dude, the. I noticed, because I I don't think I've ever noticed that before, that he walks to the bathroom all awkwardly uh-huh. because he's supposed to have an erection at yeah. that moment.
1: I hadn't really thought about <laughs> it originally. It's like, because I originally, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, he's walking like that because of the nosebleed. That's why I get blood on his clothes. Nope, so, it's the
0: erection. It's totally the erection.
1: But I loved it when he comes <laughs> back, he's got, like, wads of fucking toilet paper in his nose. And he's like... Well, I don't think it's clotting, but I think it's just running down the back of my throat.
0: Yeah, and Barney's He's like, oh. Uh, but while Randy's gone, Robin calls Barney out uh, you know, about how he's trying to fill this void uh, yeah. from missing Ted. And that Randy is his rebound bro, hence where the title of the episode comes from.
1: I love that because she does. She calls him out on this. And Barney gets emotional. Mm-hmm. He's like, how dare you say that? Like, that's not what this is. I. Yeah. He's like, Randy is my new best friend and blah, blah, blah. And in this moment, I see a real parallel to, um, I, I'd say, Michael Scott and Dwight. Okay. Like, you know, like, Dwight clearly looks up to Michael, but Michael does not want anything to do with Dwight usually. Yeah. Unless it somehow benefits him. Yeah. And he always puts him in his place where, like, you know, like... Dwight will be like, I'm uh, assistant regional manager. And he's like, assistant to the regional manager. And that's, yeah. this whole thing reminds me of that. Yeah. But it's when Randy comes back from the bathroom and he he reveals, you know, he used to be a cop. And Barney's like, you never told
0: me that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll continue from there, obviously. But yeah, apparently he was a New York City police officer for three months. Three months. Uh, three months. And Barney's like, I can use that, you know. He, and he does. Yeah. And it
1: fucking works. It
0: fucking works, and man. That girl
1: was cute. And yeah. she's like, oh my god, you're bleeding. Which clearly we know why. Yep. And
0: Barty's is like, oh. A piece oh. of shrapnel.
1: Yeah, a piece of shrapnel. And gives him, like, tissues. Yeah. She takes the dude home. And I love, because Robin fucking gets that little remark in here. She's like, Ted would be proud of you.
0: And Barty's <laughs> like, you had to go to the you. <laughs> I literally put that in my notes. Because <laughs> it's such a great little moment between them. <laughs> well, I know,
1: it because obviously, you know, it's like you said it, which I think is totally meta, <clears throat> that we're breaking the fourth wall that we don't fucking have. <clears throat> I, it reminds me of the episode that's going to happen in a couple of episodes where Ted gets hit by the bus and they call Barney and they're like, you know, Ted got hit by the bus. And then Barney in soon gets hit by the bus. It's and it's it's what it's what <laughs> brings them back together, obviously. But it's like they still care about one another. They just don't fucking realize it at this point. That's true. Yeah.
0: And I, and we I only we only break the fourth wall when we talk about our production side. That's all. What we have a
1: production side.
0: <laughs> I thought this just edited itself. <laughs> because, again, I'm going to break the fourth wall. We just did the other at the previous episode right before this one. What? what? That's right, folks double-decker style. That's why Josh is wearing the same shirt. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I had glasses on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this is... No, 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 no. I just washed this shirt and just put uh, it... happened to, uh, by coincidence. Put it back on, you know. Sure,
1: sure. <coughs> I don't know you if know. you ever noticed, but there are times when we do back-to-back episodes that I'll change my headphones so they're at
0: least a different color to give the appearance of different episodes. <laughs> That's funny. I have not, but that is pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, I could have, like, put my hair up, put my glasses on. I know, mean, you switch. could. Really switched it up, Freak! people mean, out. I but... mean, for those of you who don't
1: uh, get to watch <laughs> this, you listen instead. Uh, um, I have, but The headphones I'm wearing currently have, like, blue earpieces, and my other set are black and red, which is my favorite colors. So I alternate between my headphones because these ones are honestly more comfortable, but I like the feel of the black and red ones because, again, they're my favorite color.
0: There it is, folks. A little more fourth wall breakage for you. What? There it is. Uh, So then we go back over to the apartment. Stella comes over and she apologizes for overreacting and admits that she's a bit of a self sabotager. uh, Saboteur. And and, and tells Ted, you know, she's all in. But again, no apology from Ted. Nope. And this would have been the perfect moment (laughs) to have been like, you know, listen, I'm I'm sorry too. I'm sorry as well, you know? Like, I shouldn't have said anything to them about it you know that and that was my fault no instead he makes a fucking dick joke about it at the
1: end of the episode yeah
0: yeah so uh she says she's all in and then she introduces him to her daughter lucy and the episode ends with them running off into her room to have sex uh and then yes yeah right after ted jokes about calling lillian marshall
1: although random thing this is this is 2008 at this point yeah she still has a landline
0: I mean, a lot, I mean, I feel like 2008, yeah, because, like, the iPhone, the first iPhone had just come out the year before. That's So, fair. like, outside of having just, like, a, fl- a basic flip phone kind of a thing, I feel like at that time, Oh, most shit, people, now, now
1: that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, fuck, in 2008, all I had <clears> was a flip
0: phone. I feel like most people probably still did have... I was uh, dating Sarah their, still. ...their stuff there, so their landlines, yeah, so... Wow. Yeah. It Ted
1: was dating at Sarah. I was dating at Sarah.
0: <laughs> there it is, folks. Uh, so that is season three, episode 18, Rebound, bro. Uh, John, what are your overall thoughts on this episode?
1: Uh, I mean, it's a good episode. I mm-hmm. love the Like, there's I love Randy. Randy yes. makes this episode for me. <clears throat> uh, and his do- his I don't care hands down how creepy the line was. His delivery of. Their meat is delicious. <laughs> Lives rent free in my fucking head, and uh-huh. I am somehow going to work that into a conversation sometime.
0: Oh man, I hope someday that someone just asks you about koala bears.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> it, it's and I want to <laughs> be I need to be there for it. I really like, do.
1: If I ever get to meet Will Forte, like I have such a list of things I want to say to him. But I wanna start the conversation with like I just wanna walk up to him and be like, their meat is delicious.
0: Well, this is what you do. We'll photoshop a, a picture of him and a koala bear together, right? Yeah. And you'll be like, I want I'd like you to sign this and I want you to say their meat is delicious. You know, it's funny Little because I always day.
1: have like random <laughs> things like if I meet certain celebrities, like I want from them, like, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck his name up and I know it. It's Dylan. Um, you wrestling fans know him better as Hornswoggle. I oh, want him oh, to yeah. sign the picture of him with Zack Ryder's championship. Yes. Because but I want to get it as an eight by ten. Because I I wanna put it on my wall. Yeah. And I think I think he would be chill enough to sign that because yeah. you know
0: some people wouldn't, but I think he probably would.
1: Like imagine walking up to Melina with like her mm-hmm. with the tag titles. She would probably like shit fit rip those up because, you know, it's over sexualizing her. But I feel like Dylan would be really chill about that and sign those that, that photo. Yeah. Um, if that I got to say. meet Will Forte, I wish I would I would have to go through a lot of trouble to do it. But I would love to get like a mock bottle of uh Warmpus. Yeah. And get him to sign the label. Or like yeah. when I met Raven, I had my my <laughs> um Spider Man comic. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, there are certain things, certain celebrities I would love to get them to sign because, like, it's key to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I but I do.
1: I love I love this episode mainly because of Randy. Um, but it's a good episode overall. What about you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's a it's a it's a, it's a good episode. Um, I'm not going to say it's, you know, one of my top episodes, but uh, I think Randy I agree. I think Randy makes the episode, um, which is which makes me sad that he's only in two because he's such a good character. He is. You know, I would love to have seen him pop up in random places here and there. But uh, especially because when Marshall's working at B, like we we visit there fairly often. Yeah. So it would have been nice to have seen him a bit. Even
1: more. in the background, you know? <laughs> yeah. During the board meeting, when like they're they're making Ted think he's designing a building,
0: I mean, we sure see, We end up seeing Blauman like that in we do. those, in some of those episodes, you know. We just, do, he's just kind of there in the background, but <clears throat> yeah, I think that would have been, uh, would have been really fun. All right, so now that we've talked about the episode, it is that time, folks. It is time for Barney's blog. Suit up, bitches.
1: Oh, fuck, nosebleed.
0: <laughs> we all know what that means uh, Yeah so this edition of Barney's blog Is titled A Call to Wings And it says <laughs> Behind every great man is a great wingman Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen George Bush the uh, George Bush the first Had Dan Quayle And uh-huh. someone that we just spoke about Han Solo had Chewbacca Fair Because Han Solo's a bitch (laughs) Nobody calls Han Solo a bitch (laughs) Uh, But but sadly, you can't just snap your fingers and find a Dan Quayle So I have been forced to scrape scrape by with Ted As my wingman for the last few years But no more I'm in the market for a new wingman Below is my application to the Barney's To be Barney Stinson's wingman. If you think you're up for the job, and let's face it, you're probably not, please complete the form and mail it back to Barney Stinson at Yahoo.com. Signed, The Barnacle. All right, and so I'm going to put this up on screen for everybody. It is the application to be Barney Stinson's wingman.
1: Which I'm looking at on my (laughs) phone currently.
0: Yes, yes, he is. Uh, And so, all right, so we look at it. Obviously, it's got, you know, personal info name email address. says alias such as uh, Jack uh, Package or Jacques Package. I
1: was going to say it's Package. It's Jacques
0: Jacques Package. The Barnacle. The Barnacle. Uh, And then special skills like PowerPoint, speak German, masseuse.
1: You know what makes me really sad about this is that under alias, because it hasn't happened yet,
0: Swarly. Yeah. Well, I don't think he would have put that on there because he hated that. I know he did. (laughs) not Uh, I, and then I love the next part. It says uh, on, the on the scale below, below
1: rate your attraction from and Ted it goes to Barney.
0: Ted to Barney. So Ted and then Ted's two to ten. So yeah, Ted is the one, and then it goes two through ten, and then there's like a bunch of extra space, and then it's Barney. Uh, and so then we've got this picture uh, of uh, it's like a picture of a bar, a couple of uh, women in the background, uh, a couple of men up front. And uh, it's like a stick figure drawing. So this is for you people who are not watching. Uh, And it says, you are character A, wingman in character B. Explain what game you would run and why. So, you know, you've got, uh, there's a bunch of stuff in here too. There's like a a spilled bottle of beer on the floor. Uh, It looks like a pair of glasses on on a stool. Uh, the bartender, I'm not sure what he's got there. He's like a rag maybe. And then there's yeah. like a picture on the wall as well. So,
1: uh, I, w- I would run a play called the, uh, looking for a lawsuit.
0: Like a I slip would, and fall.
1: I wa- yep. I would go for the bathroom, slip and fall on the puddle, smashing myself into the bar and then threatening a lawsuit. Help, help. I need help up. You know, I'm hurt. Somebody call 911 type deal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, like, is there a doctor in the house? And then have your, have, you know, your friend, you know, the one who you're waiting for, come over pretending to be a doctor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got this. Uh, Then we've got some multiple choice questions here. Uh, What percentage of chicken was found uh, infested with bacteria? 83% is
1: on there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like 32%, 3%, 97%, and 83%. Then uh we've got you are claiming to be the session drummer for Van Halen. Who could not who could not be your lead singer?
1: David Uh, Lee Roth Gray
0: uh, I think it says Gray Chrome, Sammy Hagar, and Barney Stinson.
1: Well, it obviously, be B.
0: Yeah. Uh, number three says, for some reason, you're pretending to be British. Who is your Who is your president? Tony Blair, Winston Churchill. Uh, the, the third one's kind of cut off. It looks like, like it says Margaret Thatcher. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, and then trick question: Prime Minister, isn't it? Which, yeah, because they don't. Yeah, because they don't have a president. I didn't think so. Yeah. And
1: then four women do not enjoy jokes about their a face, b shoes, c intelligence, or d none of the above. There you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then there's an essay question at the very, very bottom. Yes. And I was reading this while like you first sent it to me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this is a great question that like could just be an essay in its own. And it says, in the space below, talk about a person who has been, who has made a significant impact on your life. And I'm like, damn, I could write an entire essay about
0: Josh. Boom. My uh, best
1: swingman, motherfuckers.
0: He's mine
1: and not yours.
0: It's true. Uh, But yeah, so that's uh, all of Barney's blog for this uh, week's episode. Uh, Yeah. Do you have anything that you'd like to add for the, uh, you know, about the episode or anything else?
1: No, not really. I think that this episode pretty much sums itself up.
0: And uh, you're not posts. wrong. You're not wrong. Well, we don't know that yet. No. But soon. Like a season or two, maybe. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure on that one. Uh, but yeah, so uh, since you don't have anything left, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Listen, people, it's the same thing
1: every episode. Hop on over to my Twitter, simply saying J1. Find me, follow me, like me, do whatever you want to do. Shit talk me. I don't care. Either way, you're on my page. Um, I'm getting likes because of it. Um, if you want to hop on over to my Facebook, add me on Facebook. You can do that even. I'm pretty much available. Um, honestly, though, I recommend in going finding this motherfucker over here, his fine ass, because he's got a lot of shit going on on Twitter. He's got a lot of shit going on on YouTube. This man is an essential part of everything. He's co-hosting other people's podcasts. He's making appearances. He's got his own fucking this man is so popular, I'm surprised he doesn't have a fucking action figure yet.
0: I mean, that'd be pretty dope. I'd love to have an action figure. <laughs> Just saying. But yeah, you guys can find me at, at movie blog Merck on Twitter. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merck with a movie blog. Uh, also, speaking of my site, merc with a movie blog, I will be virtually attending the Tribeca Film Festival. So look yeah. out for all of my coverage of it there uh but also if you are watching this uh, on video you are watching it on the murk with movie blog youtube channel so be sure to hit that like button smash that subscribe button and click that little bell wherever it is
1: and remember if you're using your mobile device you can <coughs> use that little bell to set your notifications let you know every time we drop new content which you should be doing
0: how's yeah do it do, do it. it
1: do it you won't
0: yeah i hope you do though I mean, you <laughs> I hope you do. I mean, you and if you, you are, li- of our sexy faces, it's true. If you are listening uh, on podcast form, if you are, you can head over to anchor.fm slash last call, H I M Y M. Leave us a voice message. Love to hear your beautiful or non so beautiful uh, voices. I don't know. I'm not going to judge, you know, it just is what it is.
1: Judgment uh, free zone.
0: Yeah. You can head on over to uh, Apple. And leave us a five star review if you like what you're listening to. We will read that out on air. So uh, be sure to do all that. And then uh, hop on on Twitter and Instagram at last call h i m y m. And uh, hit us up there. You know, we uh, love to talk, love to hear your thoughts. I mean, and uh, Patreon for all the crazy stories and stuff.
1: Yes, yes, yes. If you want to hear crazy behind the scenes stories of anything, hit us up on Patreon. Let us know what you want to hear. Yes. I'm sure that there are thousands of things that come up that you'd be like.
0: And if you I want to- John to do an in-depth review of the movies that he referenced earlier,
1: Patreon. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> if you want to hear me do my JFK impersonation, hit me up on Patreon. I actually, I would do that for free. Hit me up in my inbox on Twitter, and I will send you a voice recording of me doing JFK.
0: You can you can uh, have him set your uh, voicemail by that. <laughs> there it is, folks. Uh, yeah, so like I said, Twitter, Instagram, at last call, H-I-M-Y-M. I think that's all I got for him, man. What do you got for him?
1: Balls on you. Balls on you.
0: I don't think we can leave him with that.
1: <laughs> listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. All right, catch you
0: guys next time.